0: Lord, open thou our hearts to hear, and through thy word to us draw near. Amen. It's been a month now, so how's it going? I mean, your New Year's resolution. Did you make one? Well, if not, try to think of one right now. Start this way. My New Year's resolution is that I i would guess that most New Year's resolutions start off with the pronoun I. What follows is usually based on the realization of some p- failure in the past year, something that you did poorly. So here are some examples. I will keep my dorm room cleaner. Or if you live at home, I will keep my bedroom cleaner. I will study harder. I will be more obedient. I will practice my skills more often. I'll be kinder to what's-her-name. I'll be a better son, daughter, father, mother, husband, wife, grandpa, grandma. I will do a better job as part of the staff. I will be more consistent as a professor. Now, all such resolutions could be boiled down to one. It's expressed by the words of our Lord in Matthew 20, verses 26 to 28. Whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So here it is. My New Year's resolution is that I will be a better servant. Now, who in all the world would want to make such a resolution? Most resolutions are aimed at something that will make our personal life better, that benefits ourselves. But service benefits others. So let's go back over that list. I will serve my supervisors. I will serve my professors. I will serve my coaches. I will serve my fellow students. I will serve my parents, my children, my husband, my wife. I will serve ILC. I will serve the CLC. I will serve the students. Now can you imagine a campus where everyone is serving everyone else? You've got to be kidding, says our old Adam. I'm more important than that. I deserve something better, something to benefit me. But Jesus says, whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Now that seems counterintuitive. To be big, you have to be small. Yet this is the way it was with our dear Savior. He did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Who is bigger than the Son of God? And yet he descended to become the lowliest of men. Look at the baby in the feeding trough. Look at that peasant boy in Nazareth. Look at that man, despised, rejected, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Look at the man on the cross, suffering, bleeding, dying. Now Satan tried to instill in Jesus a desire to be great. He offered to him the kingdoms of the world. He suggested that Jesus play kind of Superman, by leaping off the pinnacle of the temple in front of all those worshipers down there. All Jesus had to do was to bow down to Satan. But Jesus said to him, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And again, it is written, you shall worship and serve the Lord your God, and uh, worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. When you're serving somebody, you don't want to put that person to the test. When you are serving one master, you cannot be serving another. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. So what would have happened if Jesus had given in to Satan? If Jesus had wanted to be king of the world without having to suffer for it. If he had wanted that temple crowd to glorify him as he floated down from the top of the temple and landed lightly on the ground. If he had done that, he would have failed to be our savior. And we would be lost. What do we read? He came to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. His was a life of service to us and to God. So day after day in his lifetime, he served until the very people whom he was serving crucified him. And even then, he was serving them and us. His sacrifice has paid the ransom for our release, our release from guilt, from sins, from punishment, from that other slavery, slavery to sin. Jesus, our Lord, gave his life into service for us. And then he gave his life in service for us. Praise be to God. Now we are here to serve. We are here to be his servants. He calls on us to do this, to be voluntary servants to those who are around us, with Christ alone as the master. And know this, that when we all serve this way, The message of salvation is spread. So I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Will you make 2023 a year of service? Open your hymnals to hymn number 235. We will sing stanza three, and I will use stanza seven as a closing prayer. Sod on fire Cheer us by thy teaching, let our preaching and our labor praise thee, Lord, and serve our neighbor. O gentle do, from heaven now fall with power upon the hearts of all thy tender love instilling, that heart to heart, more closely bound, in kindly deeds be fruitful found, the law of love fulfilling. Dwell thus in us, envy banish, strife will vanish, where thou livest, peace and love and joy thou givest.